Hey, thank you for downloading this podcast special. This story is so many things. It's a it's a crime podcast, love yeah. story, love story. It's a it's a love podcast. It's an mm-hmm. international bestseller. Uh-huh. It's a musical. Where's the music coming? I'm going to sing at the end. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no. In all, in all honesty, we got a a call from a listener saying that she's fallen in love with a US prisoner, um, and it blew our mind that she was trying to get him transferred here. So what you're going to hear is um, just some investigating we've done over the week. You'll hear her story. We got to speak to him from inside the prison. Um, and then we also spoke to a lawyer to find out, you know, the costs, what would need to be done between the Australian and American government for it to all happen. It is so interesting. And we guarantee you stick around for the next 30 minutes of content because this is going to blow your mind. Here we go. Who would decide to get involved with a prisoner? A person who is attracted to people who have committed crimes. Women who fall in love with people in prison. Anonymous joins us. Hi. Hello, Anonymous. Oh, hi. Sorry. Yeah, it's you. Sorry. <laughs> Are you writing to someone in prison? I am, actually. Mine is a little bit different. Um, I'm in contact with an American that's in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been talking for over a year now. Um, he is in on a 45-year sentence. He has served 13 of them years. Mm. But he is in... We've just completed the first step of getting him transferred to Australia to finish his time and then be out with me. Oh, so... Okay. So you're romantic? Yes. Wow, that's a... You said he's only done 13 of 45 years? Yes, he's eligible for parole in another seven. Right. Gosh. But, um, so we sentence differently over here. So if he gets accepted to come over here and finish his time, Australia will then um, look over his crime Mm. and then they will sentence him accordingly to finish off what they think he deserves to finish off here. And then he will then come home to me. I have to do a lot of paperwork as well, saying that I will be responsible for him. Um, I will financially support him until he gets out. And then he will be here once he finishes. And the reason for the transfer, do you write that it's because of you? Because of your relationship? Yes, he has no support over there. You know, me and him have built this great relationship. We video chat. We write letters. we, We are on, you know, it's... Yeah, so he wants to be over here. What are the chances of that actually happening, of him being transferred to Australia? Is it likely? Well, um, we have got a, um, I don't know what it's called, but we have got like an agreement with America where we do take each other's inmates. Mm -hmm. Um, We've already been in contact with the lawyer who then is putting the case forward to his general attorney, which then has to agree to release him because he is in the Texas state custody, obviously being an inmate. Mm. So then it will then come, it'll go to them, they will approve, one will get sent here to our side, and then they will then go, yeah or no. But mm-hmm. um, our lawyer is pretty, you know, he, he's, he has not done anything, he's did his time really well, he's never been in trouble while inside, he's did, did extra classes, he's, there's a lot adding up to as it, it, it can happen. Do you mind if I ask what he was in there for and whether that bothered you? Um, he was in there for a robbery. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, right. I just because it, yeah. it must be hard with like friends and family going. Come on, why him? There's you know there's guys yeah. out there. Why did you get in contact with him and you want to pursue that relationship with all the barriers? Yes, no, yes, he was um, done a few robberies, but the one he was in for, um, someone got hurt, not like killed, but there was an altercation that broke out with someone getting hurt. Which right. yeah, mm-hmm. and 
So you've never met him face to face, just video, video chat. Video chats, yeah. Wow. It's very fascinating. Isn't it? Yeah. And what do your family <laughs> think of this? Uh, my family know that I'm in contact with him. Mm-hmm. They don't know the process that we're trying to get him over here, which is why I want to stay anonymous. Yeah. Right, fair enough. Yeah. So I just kind of want to be like, oh, look who's here when he's out. <laughs> do, you, do you have to have money behind you then for being able to, to prove all this? Do you know what I mean? For um, him to get a transfer and you saying that you need to say that you can financially support him, like, do you have to be able to save money to be able to get this underway? I just have to prove that I'm financially stable, which I am. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he it's funny because he financially supports me as well. He does jobs in there, which then he gets his... He gets his family to send me the money for what he's done. So he tattoos and all that sort of stuff. So if I need money, he'll send me like a hundred bucks here and there. So it's very, yeah. What do you love about him? <laughs> just, I feel like, you know, everyone makes mistakes. Mm. He's kind. He's, he's very remorseful. You know, he, he, he knows what he did was wrong. Like he's 40. I'm 30. Yeah. Um, he grew up in a pretty crappy life being over there you know he, he was poor his mum died when he was young it just kind of it was kind of like robberies to survive he was stealing food from food shops like it wasn't like he was hurting robbing someone personally like he was going into shops and robbing to take food and money wow. um yeah it's a do you not think you should go and meet him before he comes over like have you talked about going there um I have kids, which is yeah. another thing in the mix. You know, I don't yeah. want to really leave them, and I also don't want to take them. Mm, yeah. Um, but how do you think your kid's father's going to take it? Um, he's not in their life, no, okay. so it's not. So yeah, it's not really an issue. Yeah, yeah. it's it's easier in that yeah. aspect. So yeah. many questions. I could sit here for a week with you. Honestly. Thank you for calling through and being honest, because I know there's a lot of people that would listen to it and you know sort of say why, and for you it's kind of like why not? You know, he's the person. Yeah. That you love. Yeah. yeah. Do, uh, and something just to go and think about, and we, you don't have to answer us right now. But if it was possible, we would love to speak with him. Oh, we, we can could. make that happen. Oh, my yeah. God. Are you going to do this? Are you going to be I like can... the dad and ask all these questions and <laughs> oh. make sure that she's never going to get hurt? I will make sure he knows. I, I want to know his intentions. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I just, I, I mean, you can hear that you... jail for 13 years. Yeah. Pretty sure I know his intentions. <laughs> <laughs> You're genuinely in love with him. And I would... I am. I would just... I, from hearing your story, I would just like mm. to meet him and, yeah, no. and hear him. Mm. Um, okay, we'll put you back on at the producers and we'll see if we can okay. arrange it. We'd love to speak Thank with you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Stab Abby and Matt. If you heard this yesterday, I know that you have so many questions. And if you didn't, we got a call from a lovely Brisbane girl who has fallen in love with a US prisoner over in Texas. And they're in the process of getting him transferred to an Australian prison. So I guess they can continue their relationship and hopefully get a shortened sentence. It all started with a letter. They yeah, we were talking about pals. being pen pals yeah. with prisoners. Uh, and we spoke to him before the show today and we're going to pick up where he explains how the relationship all started. Trey, tell us, when did you receive your very first letter from your, your now girlfriend? I received my first letter February 23rd of last year. Of last year, okay. And what was it about? Because no doubt you're getting letters from women all over the world. What was it about this letter that made you go, oh, she's different? It was her interest. Uh, she was actually just wanted to know, like, what it is that we go through over here, and she wanted to compare it to how things are ran over there. Right. And... 
I want I, I, to tell the truth. Once I seen that, that that's what she wanted to know. I wanted to find out well, how how are things different over there. So it just my piqued my curiosity. Yeah, right. And now you've been corresponding with her for so long, deformed a relationship with her, and now you're in the process of being transferred to come out to an Australian prison. Yes, yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, right now we're just waiting to uh, hear back. Is it her that you want to move here for, Trey? Because a lot of people listening to this will go, it does, it, are his intentions real that he wants to be transferred to move and live with her or is it that he wants to move to an Australian jail and possibly have a reduced sentence? Well, to those people, I can understand their scepticism, but uh, this isn't something that I came up with, you know what I'm saying? This is something that, that she presented to me yeah. and when she brought it to me, uh, at first I was like, no, but... Yeah, I thought about it. I'm like, I mean, she is, I mean, I love her. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm in love with her. So, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. Why not? I mean, you know all about her story as well, though. Like, it's a big responsibility to move in together and she's got kids as well. Have you thought about that responsibility? Oh, most definitely. I'll definitely I look forward to that. Okay. Yeah. I love kids. Uh, I, unfortunately, I don't have any, but all my nieces and nephews, I just used to enjoy just pissing off their parents and just playing hopscotch in the house. So I mean, I mean, I mean, I have that's that's not an issue whatsoever. Yeah. Let's talk about Trey, um, how you landed yourself um, there in prison, and I imagine you've been quite open. Um, about mm-hmm. this with your partner. So how old are you right now? I'm 40 years old right now. So 13 years ago you were convicted and you're, mm-hmm. you're staring down a 45-year sentence. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about the American justice system, but can you take us through the your life and the crimes mm-hmm. that you committed that got you in the situation you're in now? Sure. Uh well, to be honest, um, I was just going through a, I, I was going through an extremely wild period. You know, um, when I was 29, I had a heart attack, and the doctors didn't know where it came from. I mean, I was in shape. Uh, it, I wasn't eating extra healthy, but I was eating. I was, I was in I was in great shape, just to dry have a heart attack, and then after that, it was like. Well, if I can live right and still die at the drop of a dime, I was just going to do whatever the heck I want to do. And I just started doing a whole bunch of stupid stuff. And um, when I, as far as this, this crime right here, you know, I, you know, I went in there with the full intention of just going in, grabbing some rings, and just getting out. But unfortunately, the, 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 the clerk wasn't as cooperative as I hope she'd be <laughs> and she freaked out and like attacked me which tripped me out because I'm the one holding the gun and she was like just running after me and I I didn't go in there with the intent of trying to hurt nobody I, that's so so you you went in um, to commit a robbery you, you had a gun mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and you thought it was going to be as simple as they would freak out hand you the money um, but what happened was she chased you. There was an altercation. 
Um, yeah. Did she and did that girl get shot? No, uh-uh. no, 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 no. Okay. No, no, nobody was shot. No, no, nothing, nothing that drastic. Heck, no. Right. But um, due to the fact that no, even when I was due to the fact that I, I even pushed her off of me, hmm. it it enhanced everything that that, that 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 transpired before that. You know. Yeah. So okay. When I, when I went to court, they just. At first, they were trying to give me sixty-five, and then they dropped down to forty-five. So, right. like, so. but it was so, the it was the physicality with the girl that made it more than just a robbery that made the sentence so large. Yes. yes. To receive forty-five years, though, although there was an altercation, that wasn't your first robbery. Unfortunately, no. That okay. was just the first one I got caught. Right, okay, so that's why I'm trying to work out 45 years is a long time. Uh, so I was yeah. just trying to work out why the lengthy sentence, if it was a, a first-time offence, doesn't make it any different. Um, y- your girlfriend was saying how remorseful you are. What's happened in the 13 years that you've been in jail that's made you a changed man? Uh, time. Uh, Give me one second. No, you yeah, go sure. when you have to. All right, hello? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't, you don't get in trouble. You just go when oh. you have to, okay? Okay. okay. Yeah, all right. But uh, everything's cool, man. All right, cool. All right, um... I'm sorry, I, I got sidetracked. What was the question? No, no, I was just, I was just saying, you know, your girlfriend was saying how remorseful you are. I mean, obviously she doesn't oh, want to yeah. be with a criminal. She was saying that you are a changed man. What's made you change? I mean, time and just growing up, you know. Um, it's kind of hard to be, to consider yourself a man and be thinking like a kid, you know. Mm. So I realized that I actually just had time just to sit down and think and really evaluate everything that I was doing and the BS reasons why I was doing it and and just started, I just didn't want to live that life no more. I mean, it's just it's tiresome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's tired. You know, just running around and just doing doing whatever. It's just extremely tiresome, and um, I just decided to change. You know, uh, I gave. I'm, Giving God a chance, <laughs> you know. Um, I'm not saying I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm like the most religious person in the world, but what, I believe more now than I did back yeah. then. Yeah. Mm, what enough. do you love about her specifically? <laughs> Man, uh, she is a handful and a half. <laughs> um, to be honest, what locked me in with her was the fact that we can hold a conversation. Not many people can actually hold intelligible conversations these days. And, and we can sit there and talk about whatever or however long we feel like talking. And the conversation doesn't lack. It doesn't go boring. And then, and so I fell in love with her personality. Mm. Well, conversation first. Then, then personality. And then it's just how can I explain 
Well, you're obviously attracted to her as well. I mean, you've had video conversations. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't, don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. She's beautiful. Man, I, 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 just, I can't say the things that run through my mind because we're on the radio. But I'm just saying that... It's been 13 but, years, mate. Uh, we, we understand. We know we what's going it. on we in that mind there, Trey. Don't you worry. And now you're in the process of being transferred. We've chatted to her. She said it's got lawyers involved. How likely is mm-hmm. it that you will eventually make the trek down to Australia? Is it looking like it will happen? It's looking extremely promising. I'll say that. It's looking it's looking promising. You know, nothing in this world is guaranteed but death and taxes. But it's looking very promising right now. And, and I mean, another reason why I love her so much is because she just gives me hope that I can be the man that I want to be. Mm. So you had a 45-year sentence. You've done 13, mm-hmm. so you've got 32 years left. If you come to Australia, uh, your girlfriend was mm-hmm. telling us that, that your sentence might get lowered here in Australia. Is that true? That's what she says. Um, she's the one who did all, all the research in, into that. Um, but I'll take her word for it. She, uh, she says that like, the most that I could, I would probably get over there is maybe, I think she said 25 or something like that. Right. And that's... In and of itself is a blessing. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, so yeah, it would, it, it would be it would be dropped, and that's definitely a bonus. Mm-hmm. Trace, what Trace, um, What's your dream if you were going to get transferred to Australia and you get out? What's your dream that you want to do? Man. Well, my dream would be to build her the house that she wants. We've talked about that. And I would love to build her, build her the house that she wants. To be a positive father figure in those little girls' lives, I, I would, man, that, that would be awesome. And just to be able to, because I've never, I've never seriously done done the whole love thing. And so this is all, all brand new to me. Mm. And I just, I, I just want to experience it with her, and she's the only one I want to experience it with. So that that, that would be a dream, just, just being able to live day-to-day with her. So there's no other letters you're getting from any other girls around the world now? Nah, I cut all that off. Mm. He shreds them. They turn up. I just, want, you know, I, I just feel up. like, Trey, there is, you know, there are women that have a fascination um, and, you know, an, an interest in men that are in prison and want to be able to change them, so no doubt that you would have got letters like that. Yeah, I mean, and, and you can tell those type of letters pretty much in the introduction. And, I mean, I'm not trying to be somebody's fascination, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, 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 it's fun when I ain't got nothing else to do and I'm just, trying, all right, you want to talk about this? Okay, but let's, let's talk about this. But, I mean, that was fun and games. I'm I'm dead serious right now. So, mm. I, don't, I don't have time for that. I'd rather spend time just focusing on getting over there and focusing on setting up a foundation, at least a plan, mm. for how I want to take care of Anonymous and them kids. You, we were told as well by your girlfriend that, um, you know, you're working in prison and making money and, and sending money back to her to help support her and her family, which is, you know, mm. what most men would, would do, mm. you know, if they're in a Admirable. serious relationship. Mm. Um, how yeah. does your family back in the States feel about the whole situation? With her, um, the one the one person that I'm the closest to over here, 
who I tell everything is my older sister. Yeah. And she, at first, she was she was one of the skeptical people that we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then once once she seen how serious I was, and once I told her that I was in love with this woman, she. Like she did a complete 180, and she just jumped right on board. I, so I, I guess she saw that she saw that I was serious. Mm. And one thing she she's always done is supported me in, in my endeavors, especially my positive endeavors. And while she doesn't want doesn't necessarily want me to go halfway around the world, but she would rather me be halfway around the world and happy than right down the street and miserable. Fair enough. You know. So, um, so I mean, she she's on board. The rest of them, uh, they're they're just gonna run with whatever I do. So this might be a very uh, movie sounding question as well. Uh, but you okay. you know, like <laughs> when you're in prison, it's a different world um, from you know from what people have said and to the outside world. And I know that, like, you can get out earlier, you can get more time if you have bad behaviour in prison. How hard yeah. is it to stay out of trouble when you're in prison? And I imagine being in there for so long, you've got to deal with the mm-hmm. politics of the prison. Every day, is it a fight to not get more prison time? I'm not going to say every day is a fight, but I will say every other day is a fight to <laughs> uh, stay out of the drama. Um, I guess like once you're in here for a good amount of time, if you actually pay attention to what's going on, you can pretty much predict like what's going to happen, or who's going to start, who's going to start a fight, or or if uh, or if uh, if there's the energy of a riot uh, going around or, or anything like that. So. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's become easy, but um, due to the fact that I'm not that I don't run with any of the gangs or anything like that, it makes my my life a whole lot easier. Mm. Because if I were a part of a gang, then it would I wouldn't have no choice. I'd have to be part of the drama. So staying and staying away from that has helped. Um, paying attention to what's going on has helped, and just in general, being a respect a respectful person. Has helped, has helped out a lot too. Do any of the um, other inmates know that you're in the process of trying to get to an Australian prison? Uh, no, only my uh, only my everyday dude, uh, my, my boy Rap. He 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 knows mm. what's going on because he's uh, he was my confidant when I was tr- when I was trying to decide whether or not to actually run through mm. go through with it. And uh, I mean, his his two questions were this. I mean, he said, do you really love her? I said, yeah, I really love her. He said, all right, is there something wrong with getting out earlier? I said, no, there's nothing wrong with getting out earlier. <laughs> he, said, he said, well, why are you still here then? Yeah. Like, true, true. So, <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, but he, he's really the only one that knows what, what, what I got going on. Everybody else, uh, I mean, I, I associate with, you know, I, I speak to whatever, but I mean, as far as I have an in-depth conversation, it's just one dude, that's it. Yeah. Trey, it must be hard because you're in there and you've got limited resources. 
No doubt it's very costly to organise the transfer. I'm going to presume that no one pays for the flight but yourselves and all the legal fees yeah. as well. Uh, you know, Australian government, the US government, no one's going to cover that. No. How <laughs> is it, I guess, leaning on your girlfriend to be able to cover that all financially when you actually haven't even met her in person? Ah, man. Uh, actually, that's, that's one of the hardest parts. I hate the fact that I can't contribute more. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I contribute everything that I can, but the fact that I know that she has that she has to contribute anything, man, I, I, I can't stand that. Mm. Because I, I, was, I was raised in a household where if where the man takes care of the family. The, the, the man takes care of his wife. I mean, if she wants to work, she can. If she doesn't want to, that's cool too. But make sure you take care of the family. So it's hard for me to accept. And, and she'll tell you, it's hard for me to accept anything from her financially or if she just wants to just buy me commentary or whatever. I just, I just, I can't stand it. But I deal with it because... Like she, like she says. I mean, we're partners, mm. and if she, if she's hurting, you know, I would bend over backwards to make sure that I can ease the pain. And since we're doing this to, to be together, I just gotta accept it. Mm. Now she lives here in Brisbane, and no doubt she's listening right now. Uh, and she's heard, you know, from your mouth many times um, your intentions and how good they are. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. assuming you haven't spoken to any of her family members yet. No, I haven't. Uh-uh. It, they very well uh, could be listening right now, and they would yeah, know they ab- about you. If they are, mm-hmm. what what are the words that you would like them to hear to know that your intentions are are good? Hmm. Well, I guess I would say that. Just don't believe the hype and don't believe the movies. I'm real, you know. I, I'm, I'm, I don't believe in playing games. I don't believe, especially with somebody's life. I, 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 that, that's not me. And I don't expect them to believe every word that comes out of my mouth. I just ask for the opportunity to prove that everything I'm saying is true. Mm. That's it. Just, just an opportunity, just a a, a chance. Mm. You don't have to welcome me with open arms, but at least open the door, and I'll make you love me. <laughs> 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 well, Trey, we appreciate your your time this morning. Um, as I'm sure you would be aware, there are, there are a lot of people who listen to our show who were excited to hear the story and they love the love story. There are also skeptics as well, and we've seen the comments. Um, mm-hmm. but we're all about just hearing people's experience and sharing other people's stories. So we appreciate that you've come on and told us yours this morning. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me. And uh, I hope the skeptics uh, stop being skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> thank Thanks, you, Trey. Trey. Good thank luck. You. And when you become a Netflix series, we should be in it. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. You got the part. Good on you, mate. Thanks, man. Judy in Flagstone, what do you want to chat about today? Hi, good morning. <laughs> uh, just calling. I work in corrections. Oh, in the centres, because we're talking about um, pen pals, and that's how we got yeah, talking to the lady. Yeah, I, I actually 
do their mail sort. Because so. oh. oh, that's what they, they were asking. Apparently, if you can send a letter to everywhere, but anyone, but they do get checked. So do you need to read the contents or just make sure that there's no banned substances in it? You kind of just, you know, scan over it for, you know, words and things like that. Mm. Um, but as far as I have been in there... I don't trust anyone uh-huh. that anything. Um, you know, their marriage and some are very loyal and, you know, others, they have multiple women. Right. So, okay, so hearing the US guy, would you be concerned that he's getting letters from other people? A hundred percent. A hundred percent, especially being so far away, like just, you know, within Australia, it's already huge. Mm. Do you believe the love story then? Because, I mean, this this girl's genuinely in love with him over there. Um, I mean, you you can. You can fall in love. Mm. Um, But in saying, like, a lot of people say, you know, I have no support. They're just looking for someone to have someone to talk to and speak to and feel loved. Mm. Judy, does that mean, because we're talking about we met a uh, girl here in Brisbane. She's got a pen pal lover in um, the States who she wants to get him over here and have a relationship. When you read the letters, it, you would see their, like, sexy talk and everything. You'd Oh, they don't get those. They don't oh, get you... those. <laughs> oh, they They're don't not get, them? To get them? Or you mm. remove them? No, no, you're not allowed to have it. It's inappropriate. There you um, go. Oh, really? Yeah, Can't so... talk a bit dirty on what your letter? Do they just do a sketch of, like, rather than a nude photo, they <laughs> sketch it? <laughs> Oh, they're out. not allowed those. Yeah, not allowed those either. Do, okay, well, and, and how Imagine often? Imagine a guy often... just uh, does an outline of it. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, baby. This is yours. No. <laughs> oh, gee. Has <laughs> that ever happened? <laughs> have someone done that? Yeah, people draw everything. People oh, draw. Oh, my God. If you can't have a photo, they'll draw it. <laughs> wow. So is this a full-time job for you, Judy? Yes, yes. How fascinating. Mm. It's literally yeah. a dick pic. It is, it is, it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your call. Uh, later today, actually, we're speaking to a lawyer about this situation. Um, and we're going to find out how it works with him moving to Australia still being in prison. It's uh, coming up after eight. And Jahan joins us right now. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we? We want some answers for this. It was quite an extraordinary phone call that we took from this lady who's fallen in love with a Texas prisoner and more to the story was that they're in the process of getting him transferred. Now, we've never heard of this before. Mm. Is it possible for people to transfer from different countries to Australia? Absolutely. So the international transfer of prisoners to Australia is definitely possible, but there's some pretty strict requirements that need to be met. Um, the Attorney General has a lot of discretion when it comes to this area, but the first thing we have to check is whether or not they're pa- uh, party to a specific treaty. Australia and the United States are. Mm-hmm. And secondly, the prisoner has to be either an Australian citizen or has to have uh, permission to remain in Australia indefinitely. So I think in this situation, it, it would mean that there, there potentially could be an argument made that given that they may enter a marriage of some kind, that there is that permission to be granted. There has to be no appeal process in place, and it's really usually done towards the last uh, period of the of the sentence. So if it's a really long sentence, it's unlikely that they're going to, you know, send them out for 20 or 20 odd years. Well, this is what's interesting is she's, we were told from her um, that there is the opportunity if he comes out, he's serving 45 years, 
if he comes to Australia, they'll re-look at his case and then re-sentence him under Australian law, so therefore it could drop the amount of time he's in prison. I think she may have received some 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 bodgy advice. That's mm-hmm. not accurate. Basically, when you accept someone in a prisoner transfer, it's almost um, universally accepted that they will serve the sentence they would have received in that home country. Wow. Um, it can't okay. be more serious, but it can't be less. So, so um, maybe I've misread the legislation. I don't think I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think maybe there's a little bit of hope there that wow. may not be based entirely in reality. So would they be able to appeal it over in America? Like, I, I don't, I know you, you know, you practice law here in Australia, but could they try and get a reduced sentence over there on good behaviour or whatever it works and then apply for it to a transfer? Uh, so one of the rules of a transfer is there's there's kind of this acceptance that we're not going to deal we're not going to challenge the validity of the decision made by your court. Mm-hmm. So they're entitled to do whatever they want to do over there. And if you know he's successful on appeal or whatever happens there, whatever his sentence is reduced to or changed to, very well might be enforced here. But it, it would cause a huge kerfuffle if we um, if we suddenly started to import people back into Australia and then say, okay, well, we don't really accept that the United States judicial system got it right. And so it's generally a, a, a principle that's, that you don't touch the sentence once they're brought back. They just serve out their time. Okay, well, she, she has a lawyer and um, they seem, from talking to them, they seem fairly hopeful. Well, she had given the information to, over to, to him. Yeah. Mm. You know, he said that he hadn't looked into that. That's mm. what she had said. And I guess what you're saying is that an Australian um, is not going to say, we accept you and you've still got 32 more years that I guess the Australian taxpayer will pay for him to be in jail. Well, that's right. So when, when it... There's a lot of federal legislation around this specific point. And so if they come, they 100% become an Australia problem. It's uh, we, we pay for them. We pay for all of their accommodation. We pay for all of the services associated with that. So unless there's a really good reason to get someone over here, mostly because they're an Australian serving prison somewhere else and you want to get them reinquated to the community, you generally don't do something like this. Mm. Now, there's a first time for everything and... and the Attorney General really does have a lot of discretion when it comes to these types of topics, but um, I've not come across it in my practice. I've been doing this a decade, so I haven't seen it all, but I've mm. seen a lot. Mm-hmm. And I guess what would be hard is she's not going to be able to say, well, I'll pay for him, um, so it's not a taxpayer thing, because, I've, I mean, it, it may be different. I've just done a quick Google. A prisoner costs about $109,000 a year to be incarcerated, so if he came over and served 32 years, you're looking at about $3.5 million. It goes beyond that. It's just not an option. Right. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't have that, um, we don't have that uh, capacity available to us. It, it, it really is one of those things that it's, it's the Attorney General in there. I mean, the Attorney General might decide that this is the, this is the case where I decide to, to take a chance and do all of these things. But mm. you really have to ask yourself, why would they do that? Yeah. Would it make any difference if she was to fly over there and get married? I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I, I really don't know. I, I think that, I mean, I don't know their lawyer. They've yeah. received their own advice and they've probably gone about it. And I must admit, my job when it comes to these type of cases is usually preventing an extradition. Right. So I felt yeah. a bit like a law student going <laughs> yeah. and doing some research again. <laughs> yeah. But, um, 
but I'm I'm fairly confident in what I'm saying, and I think that it's a it's a, they they picked a challenge, yeah. Yeah. Um, not impossible, but but very difficult. Maybe Bob Dylan could write a song about him. That would speed it up. <laughs> I mean, we ask all these questions because you know we can hear that her heart is 100% in this relationship so you know we're not trying to pick it apart we we want to make sure that she's getting the right information well that's at the same time as well he's in love with her and mm. he's now ha- having the the dream and the, the promise hope. of mm. coming to australia would it um and uh, i know you've been very much it's there's lots of no's um but do you think if and i might be thinking too much into the movies say <laughs> she goes over there uh meets him they have one of the conjugal visits you can have in America. <laughs> she falls pregnant. Would that be something that they would consider? I don't think it's going to change the calculus of what I mean. The child, the child is an Australian. There's, mm. um, I, yeah, I, I, I feel for her. Mm. It's it must be very heartbreaking to be with someone and not be able to be with that person. Mm. Um, I think it makes a lot more sense just to move over to Texas, if I'm being honest, that yeah. seems to me a way simpler way for the relationship to proceed. I guess when um, you think about it, Jahan, if, if, if you could do this, we probably would have heard of it. I, I think so. Yeah. And, and and also, with the greatest of respect to this person, we don't know, you know, we don't know all the particulars of the case. We don't know what, you know, has or hasn't happened. But it's a big ask for another country to take someone from a country that has a relatively stable government that has a relatively stable judicial system mm. where he's had a right of appeal. You know, this is not a, a third world country where it's a kangaroo court, yeah. where he's been prosecuted for a crime that, you know, like like many of my refugee clients who really are po- prosecuted for nothing more than, you know, being LGBTQI, mm. being from a particular ethnic minority. Um, and we don't take them. Yeah. So it, it really is a bit of an ask as to why this case is so different. Well, but... Stranger things have happened, and you never know. With a, with enough of a groundswell of support, the, the the political apparatus can be moved. It's just it's sticky. Yeah. Okay. Jahal, you're a criminal justice lawyer. Thank you so much for um, answering some of these questions for us this morning. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You really too. appreciate it. Anonymous is now back on with us, and we've got to say to to start things up. We appreciate you having shared your story and being so honest with us. Because that must have been really hard listening to the lawyer then, because we didn't have any idea what he's going to say. Um, it was it was hard, but the one thing he didn't say was that it wasn't possible. Mm. Yeah, he's, and yeah. we are holding on to any glimmer of hope. Because um, uh, it's an emotional time, you know. Yeah. I shared my story, and it's hard because no one. And that no one's in this situation really. Like it's unique and it's not socially acceptable. Um, but you know, it's your. Re- this is the thing, um, anonymous. It's your relationship and it's your feelings. Mm. So I mean, no matter what the situation is for anyone, you're in love with this man, and I am. And, and I'm so in love with him. And you got to chase your heart. I would pay a hundred times over the amount to get him here. Mm. And moving to Texas isn't an option for someone like me that has three kids. You know, yeah. I'm uprooting my kids as well. It will make sense for one person to come here, then four people to start a whole new life over in a different country. Mm. Um, but, yeah, like, we're just was, holding on to that hope. The one thing I kept thinking as well, because you have financially backed this. You're talking with a lawyer and it's so costly as well. That's why I was really concerned. Are you getting, you know, the right advice? Like your lawyer was saying that it had never been done before, but could be possible. Yeah, it, yeah. 
it's never it's 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 not easy. Like we know it's not going to be easy. Yeah. It's not just simple as submitting a form, waiting for the approval, and sweet, he's on a plane over here. Yeah. Like we have to fight for it. We have to prove it. We have to put a lot of work into it. But it's something we're going to do. See, I. You know, it's hard, isn't it? Because he is a person that has been served 45 years over in American prison. Like, that that's something that you you know that he's done bad things in the past. And I don't know him, but I'm buying into the fact that he's your love. Like, this, this, is, this is your story and you're the one that's heartbroken. And so it's so, it's so complex because you can hear people listening to it saying, why doesn't she find a relationship here? Or, mm. you know, Australia's not going to be able to support it. And as you're sort of saying, well, I would, I would pay for it. Yeah. yeah. I'm a taxpayer myself. I've, I've worked my whole life. So I'm not just someone sitting here, you know, we're, you're not contributing to society here. Mm. Like, that's, yeah, I'm not just... Did he I'm, hear the lawyer? Do you know? Sorry. Did he hear the the lawyer that we had on? Um, no. no, no. But I, I would I would assume it would be um, naive of us to think that people haven't told you that it's impossible already at, at this stage because it it's not. If it's it's not, just something that's ever been done before. Yeah. But mm. there's, there's a program there for it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone's got to be the first as well, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. And like you said, when we get a Netflix series, yep. yeah, <laughs> it's what a story it's going to be. I mean, it, it is it is hard, isn't it? Because unfortunately, you don't really choose who you fall in love with. And that's right. And I believe everyone has a soulmate. And unfortunately, mine is in a Texas prison. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you know, chose well, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And f- yeah. Faced with if someone said to you, "Where do you want to find the love of your life?" You probably wouldn't have chosen that. Um, no, I wouldn't have. When you first wrote to him, what was it then? You weren't ever thinking about it romantically? Like, no. why? what was the first point where you decided to write to him? Okay, I've always, I'm a crime junkie person. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're I female. Love, yeah, <laughs> I love and all that sort of stuff. So I wanted to write to someone that was serving time in America to see what it's like over there, like what, how their prison system works, what's their day-to-day thing, like routine, like, like how is it different to, to ours here? Mm. Um, and the only reason that's because I have a family member that was incarcerated. So I was like, you know, what's the difference mm. between America and Australia? And that's how it's not, I was just wanting information, like, and it just, we talked every day, you know, I was asking hundreds and hundreds of questions, like, what do you do today? What did you eat? Like, how do you, you know, how do things work over there? Mm. And then it just grew from there. Like, And he even said, oh, you probably heard, but he even said when we were talking to him, Trey said that was one of the things you were so interested in his life and his day-to-day that that's why you stood out from the rest of the people who may have just been after other stuff. Yeah. Have you? Are you considering going to visit him over there? I know you've got the kids, but if you could get someone to look after the kids, would you go for a week holiday or something? You know, it's funny because we put in for the lotto last night. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. He, he sent money for a ticket and then I put my own ticket on. And um, I said, you know, if we get it, like I'm coming over for a visit because I'm already on his visitation list. Mm. And I was like, I'll just come over there and we'll just, we'll just, I'll fight it from there, like <laughs> to get you over here. But obviously we weren't the winners. <laughs> yeah. So if you had um, the money, you would go. If I had, yeah, if I could, if I, if I can save that amount of money to go over there, I will go. Mm. Well, um, we appreciate you being a part of this and sharing a story, like we said. Yeah, um, keep in contact, yeah. can you? Mm. I will. We definitely want to do updates, especially if we succeed. Yes, yeah. oh, absolutely. Yeah, All right, well, good luck with it, Anonymous. It's Stab Abby and Matt.